Good evening everyone. Welcome to our online youth service. So hello sa mga taga Malate, hello sa mga taga Pasay. If you're joining us, please comment below yung tag niyo yung mga friends niyo, classmates niyo, victory group mates niyo. Uh, i-share niyo yung post na to even to your group chats. And um, I'm so excited to talk about um, the Word of God tonight and praise God that we have technology, we have online platforms that we can maximize so that we can continue to talk, word, to talk about the Word of God and encourage one another. Grateful din ba kayo? So, hindi tayo mapipigilan ng kahit anong virus. And I would like to quote from uh, one of our Every Nation pastors, Pastor Breath Fuller. He said, Remember, we're called to make disciples. No disease, no war, no fear will stop the advance of the gospel and the building of God's church. That's why we will continue to change the campus and change the world. We will continue to honor God and make disciples, even virtually, even online. So um, while preparing for this uh, message, um, and in light of the COVID-19 outbreak, uh, alam nyo ba, now I realize that now is not the time for Christians, for believers, for followers of Christ like you and me. Now is not the time for us to cower in fear. Hindi ito yung panahon para magmukmuk tayo, maparanoid tayo, mapraning tayo, magpanik tayo. But now is actually time for us to rise up. And actually, if you will study her, uh, church history, hindi ito yung unang outbreak na naranasan natin. Um, there's what we call the plague that happened across the Roman Empire in AD 251. There's the yellow fever in Philadelphia in 1793. And then there's the cholera outbreak of 1854. And what's amazing is that the Christians who were uh, alive during that time, when everyone are fleeing away from those cities, from those places, it's the Christians who actually went there and ministered healing and preached the gospel. As Christians... I want to I wanna encourage you, world changers. Here's my appeal to all of us. That rather than spreading fear, ang daming mga fake news, ang daming mga kikita nating mga facts na nagkalat online, rather than spreading fear, let's spread faith. And rather than um, pag-share ng mga fake news, check natin muna, legit ba yung source niyan? Let's spread the good news of the gospel instead. And most importantly, it's high time for us to pray. And I, please take note of the following, guys. Uh, please take note to pray for three things. Um, first, uh, please pray for the arrest of the virus. That God would eradicate the virus. Next is pray that um, God, in His sovereignty, uh, sovereignty, He would address the fear that's roaming all across the globe and that the fear that's roaming in our hearts. And lastly, pray that God will activate the church in prayer. And in light of what's happening around us, alam nyo, itong coronavirus, matatapos din yan eh. May hangganan yan. And uh, there are a lot of progress, there are a lot of um, breakthroughs na nangyayari ngayon na minsan hindi nasa set aside. Pero to name a few, alam nyo ba, uh, this is a praise report. Um, in China, 73% of those who contracted the virus have already recovered, praise God. And globally, guys, globally, 90 plus percent of people who contracted the virus, uh, ito yung recovery rate, 90 plus percent. So wala tayong dapat ikatakot and um, the, the cure is on its way. 
the, our scientists, our, our, um, the frontliners that we have on the field are working on it. So let's continue to pray for them. And, but sadly, many people are magnifying the wrong things. And many people are responding the wrong way. And I learned that uh, over the past few days, 1.5 billion times na mention online yung word na coronavirus. And more than um, the virus that's spreading, alam nyo ba, there's another deadly disease that's spreading. Something more deadlier than the virus that we are faced with. Itong kumakalat na to, uh, from um, the news as we see online, to how people respond to our to the uh, screens sa mga phones natin, and into our hearts. Ganun yung impact niya. And this disease is called fear. A lot of people are confronted with fear. Even I. Minsan, napaparanoy din ako pag, when I'm focusing on the wrong things. Pero alam nyo, as what I've said, yung coronavirus, matapos yan. Pero time and again, we will face situations where we will be confronted with fear. And some people would respond to fear this way. Some people tend to be paranoid because of the things that they do not understand, because of the things that they think they know, because of the, the things that they hope to know. Uh, parang because of fear, napaparanoid. Parang, ano nangyayari? Because of the overwhelming anxiety that they are feeling, uh, that they are feeling the worries that they have, sobra yung paranoia. And some people naman would respond with, with paralysis. There, there's what we call analysis paralysis. Meron bang ganito dito yung may tendency ka mag-overthink? Kaka, kaka-analyze mo. You are, in, you are not able to do anything anymore. You are unable to move forward and, and do anything. Paranoid, paralyzed. Lastly, some people tend to panic. And I, I saw in the news just yesterday that a lot of people are into panic buying. Yun yung mga nagagawa ng fear. Pero as I've said, from one season to another, from one uh, stage in life to another, we will always be confronted with situations where we will be afraid. Ito yung maganda pag-usapan natin ngayon. How do we respond when faced with fearful situations? As Christians, as followers of Christ, how do we respond to fear? And um, I'll be exhorting from Second Chronicles chapter 20. So, sa mga bahay nyo, sa pag nag-quiet time kayo, try to study that. I'm reminded of King Jehoshaphat. And this king, he, what, we, what do we know about him? He is the fourth king of Judah. He is a descendant of King David. Naalala niyo ba si King David? The one who defeated Goliath. So, in other words, this King Jehoshaphat, uh, he is also a follower of God. He is a righteous king. He is a godly king. And uh, you can read that in his account. But here's what happened. One day, news came to him that uh, the, the tribe or the kingdom of the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Meunites, they all gathered and decided to join forces and attack the, the kingdom of Judah, the kingdom of Jehoshaphat. So imagine this, no? the Moabites, Moabites, Meunites, three kingdoms versus one. So you do the math, sobrang outnumbered talaga, overpowered, parang cornered. Ano yung chance nila manalo? Yung mga Moabites, Ammonites, and Meunites, these are a group of people who worship other gods, other than the king, the king or, and the God of Israel that, 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 we, that they are worshiping nila King Jehoshaphat. 
So yung mga Moabites, Ammonites, and Meunites, they want to take over the kingdom of Jehoshaphat. And uh, according to the news that uh, Jehosh- Jehoshaphat received, sabi dun, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar. They're on their way. No time for us to prepare. Parang, ano nagagawin mo, king? And in verse 3, here's what happened. Then Jehoshaphat, Jephat, Jehoshaphat was afraid. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid. Of course, who, sino ba sa atin yung hindi matatakot, di ba? Even ako, if I were in his shoes, I would also be afraid. This king, he's not only um, considering yung buhay niya. Iniisip niya yung buhay ng pamilya. Iniisip niya yung kapakanan ng buong nation, ng buong kingdom. And there's this impending threat. So, agree ba kayo, yung kinakatakutan niya is valid. Many of the fears that we are confronted in life is valid. Pero anong gagawin natin? What can we learn from this king? Ano ba yung naging response niya? Sabi doon, he set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. He set his face in, in the NASB uh, rendering or version of this verse. Sabi doon, he turned his attention he turned his attention from focusing on this threat that they are faced with he focused his attention he turned his attention he shifted his focus towards seeking the lord the one who can save them and let me let me ask this question for all of us whenever we are confronted with the fears that we have seemingly hopeless situation helpless situation cornered ka outnumbered ka overwhelming i need help who can rescue me who do you go to for help first? Who do you seek first? You know, if you will read this account, seeking the Lord is not the last resort of King Jehoshaphat. It is not his... Hindi, marami akong pwedeng, ah, gagawin ko ito muna, ito plano ko. Pag hindi nag-work sa ako na isisiksigan, hindi. In fact, asking the Lord for help is his only option. Because he understands that even though he's not in full control of the situation, there is a God who is all-powerful, who rules and reigns, who has the solution. And he's able to deliver them. Pag binasa nyo yung, yung succeeding verses, as in uh, verse 4, paulit-ulit yun. So what I'm, what, ano ba sinasabi natin ngayon? Ano ba dapat response natin? Just like King Jehoshaphat. I really want to encourage you to seek God. If you are struggling with fear right now, there's this fearful situation that's crippling you, causing you to be paranoid, causing you to be paralyzed, causing you to be in a state of panic. I want to encourage you to seek God. He has a solution to our problem. Let's shift our focus from magnifying our situation to magnifying the God that we are serving. And just like um, in verse 4, sabi dun, seek health from the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. So verse 3, so verse 4, seek help from the Lord. Tapos inulit naman, seek the Lord. And he even rallied the, the entire nation to join him in seeking the Lord. Three times it was mentioned that there, yung phrases na yun, seek the Lord. And in the Bible, pag nakita mo yun paulit-ulit, it talks about emphasis. It talks about how important it is. And it's really crucial for us to seek the Lord. Every moment that you are 
we are confronted with fear. And aside from seeking the Lord, I, I want us to also magnify God. And we can learn this from the life of Jehoshaphat. So first is seek God. Next is magnify God. And I have here a magnifying glass. So, ano bang, ano bang purpose nito? Ano bang use nito? <laughs> Napaka-profound din, no? Of course, to magnify the object, to enlarge the object, kung saan mo to tinatapat. Tama ba? So, I'm not in any way saying na maliit si God kaya i-magnify siya. Hindi ganun. What I'm simply telling us is for us to have a change of perspective. Because there's a spiritual parallel. Lahat tayo may spiritual magnifying lens. So we can choose to magnify the situation. We can choose to magnify the enemy. We can choose to magnify the problem. Doon tayo nagkakaroon ng problema. Doon tayo napaparanoid. Doon tayo napaparalyze. Kaya tayo walang peace. Kaya tayo hindi makamove forward. Kaya tayo sumusuko. Because we choose to magnify on the wrong things. But let's have a change of, per- of perspective. And magnify God for who He is. Let's praise Him for who He is. Just like what uh, King Jehoshaphat did in his prayer. Sabi doon, sa verse 6, in nagpray na siya in, in front of the assembly, sabi doon, You are the God of our fathers. King Jehoshaphat is magnifying the faithfulness of God in that He is a multi-generational God, faithful from one generation to another. And you are the God in heaven. Ang minamagnify niya, hindi yung God ng enemy. Yung God ng mga Moabites and ng mga Ammonites and Meunites. Si Molech, si Chemosh, those gods, those pagan gods. Pero he's magnifying the God of our fathers. The faithfulness of God. He talked about magnifying God in heaven. Sabi niya, you rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Yung, king, yung three kingdoms na to na umaatake sa amin ngayon, alam mo yung declare dito ni King Jehoshaphat, you rule over these kingdoms. Sabi niya, in your hand are power and might that none is able to withstand you. He not only magnified the faithfulness of God across generations, he magnified the rule and reign of God over all the kingdoms of the nations. He also magnified the power and might of the God that they are serving, that He is victorious, all-powerful, and no one can stop Him. Grabe, no? Let's magnify God in our situation. Just like what is exhorted in Psalm 34, verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt His name together. As we shift our focus through prayer, let us magnify the Lord. Choose to magnify the Lord through praising Him, exalting His name praising Him, worshiping Him. And um, I like how um, King Jehoshaphat, uh, how he progressed in his prayer in verse 12. And we're about to end. It says in verse 12, For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Si King Jehoshaphat, he acknowledged that he is powerless. They are powerless over the situation. And, and they do not know what to do. Talk about our limitation. Some of us ha- are confronted with different fears because of our limitations. Hindi ko kaya to, mahina ako dito, I struggle with this and that. It's okay to acknowledge that. 
Even King Jehoshaphat acknowledged his own limitation, the king, their kingdom's limitation. And then he also acknowledged the situation. There's this great horde that is coming against us. This multitude, we are outnumbered. They're, they're great, they're, they're kingdom, they're, they're powerful. Nagsama-sama pa sila, tas tayo mag, ito yung situation. Pero okay lang i-acknowledge mo yung limitation at situation, pero hindi yun yung, yung finale. Hindi doon nagtatapos. Hindi yun yung ending. May karuktong, sabi doon, but our eyes are on you. In your situations right now, in your limitations right now, saan nakafix yung mga mata mo? I pray that we will learn from King Jehoshaphat that rather than magnifying the situation, ma- rather than magnifying the limitation, he's magnifying the God of their salvation. And I would like to end with this, that the God of our salvation is bigger than any situation and any limitation. Think about any situation that's trying to limit you right now, any, any, any difficulty that you have right now. In the area of finances, maybe that's sickness of a loved one. Among many others, we have a God who is way greater. The God of our salvation is bigger than any situation and any limitation. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, in the NIV version, it says there, We are to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was uh, set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. There is something more deadly than the virus that we are faced with right now. The coronavirus can cause physical death. But there's something more deadly than that. Something even more deadly than fear. What is more deadly than all of that, our greatest problem is what we call sin. Because sin, it inflicts eternal death. But at the cross, Jesus Christ, our Savior, He dealt with death, defeated death at the cross. He defeated sin at the cross. So talk about your situation, uh, talk about and think about your situation and limitation right now. And look at the cross. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Again, the God of our salvation is way bigger than any situation and any limitation. Let me close with a word of prayer and let me declare this over all of us. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, it says here, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you.